you're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey everyone, it's Karen Gibis along with Todd Tobin and we are continuing our live coverage for the March for Life in D.C. and we have another great interview coming up. Uh, we're going to be speaking to Nick Immel and Andrea Frank. Nick is a religious studies teacher at St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck, and Andrea Frank is a student there. And we, I had them on for an interview at the beginning of the month, and I tell you, this is an amazing, amazing group from Bismarck there in D.C. today. Good morning, Karen. Yes, it's been a great show, and every uh, update and report we have had from the event in Washington is uh, is beautiful and um wow it's going to bring back some good stuff to our listening area all right so nick are you there yes how are you i am doing great good morning nick good morning i'm walking through the streets of washington dc on our way to the rally as we speak so where where are you guys exactly right now well we just finished up with mass at saint mary the mother of god it's uh, Old St. Mary's in downtown D.C. It's just, it's right near Chinatown. And now we're cruising uh, on our way to the front of the American History Museum because that's where we're going to kind of gather our and rally our troops. We've got a massive St. Mary's Central High School white banner that we use as our visual aid because sometimes phones aren't working downtown uh, when you have so many people. So we're just elated. The students are really excited. How many people did you guys bring from the Bismarck area? So we've got four tour buses. Wow. We have four tour buses full of, um, we've got about 190 students from the Catholic high school in Bismarck Diocese, in the Bismarck Diocese. And then there are three, there are three buses of uh, students and faculty from the University of Mary. Um, so, gosh, I bet for we just had a mass with Monsignor Shea and the University of Mary group with all the Catholic high school pilgrims. And there are also two buses of diocesan pilgrims, high school students. And so I think if you add up all those numbers, we had uh, close to a thousand. Wow, that wow. is just phenomenal. I'm getting goosebumps right now. This is what a blessing to be represented by such an amazing group of pilgrims. Nick, you're having fun, aren't you? It's a great time. You know, uh, to see the joy in these students and to be able to witness the reality of, of the pro-life movement with them and, and to participate in this march is really a gift from God. And Nick, we... Uh, of course, I've been mentioning throughout the show this morning that President Trump will be speaking for the first time at a March for Life event. And uh, when you got that word uh, that he was going to do that, what was the reaction you had and how do you see that impacting the event? I think I looked at our priest chaplain, Father Dominic, and I, because we both heard of it at the same time, we both looked at each other and just said, wow, um, this, is, this is historical. It truly is. Um, it's historical, and I remember going through it with um, Vice President Pence just a couple of years ago. And uh, to be able to have that representation 
And our students are also very, very excited to have a president actually um, to show, you know, the country and and those marching that, that he's uh, interested in this topic, that he's pro-life, and that he's supporting all the joy in these pilgrims. And uh, I think it's just, it's a true blessing. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Todd Tobin with Karen Gibis. We're in Sturgis, South Dakota, hosting this morning. And uh, we are talking with Nick Emmo and Andrea Frank, who are in Washington, D.C., at the March for Life event. And we want to thank you for joining us this morning. So, Andrea, you have spent a lot of time working on getting things ready for this this uh, trip to the March for Life. Now that you're there, can you just tell us a little bit how it feels to be surrounded by hundreds of thousands of pro-lifers right now? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool because um, sometimes you can't really quantify or like, you don't realize how many people are actually leaving the pro-life um, mission, and it's just really cool seeing everyone come together from like, all parts of the United States to this one event. It's really cool. Now, Andrea, why is the March for Life so important to you personally? Uh, it's important to me because to me it's important to stand up for the truth, and we know this is the truth. So standing up for it is just another part of the faith and what I believe in. So. Oh, that's great. Now, you um, spent a lot of time helping coordinate it with Nick, and I think if I remember right, he called you his right-hand man trying to get everything coordinated. And Was all of your efforts worth it? Was it all yeah. worth? It was? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's so worth it. Seeing everyone, all my classmates and stuff having fun out here. It's just strange to see it all being out here together for the march. It's amazing. And, Andrew, what was your journey like from North Dakota to Washington, D.C.? How did you get there, and what was your experience? Um, well, it's about a 24-hour bus ride from Bismarck to D.C. So it was long. We got through it. We all had fun together talking sleeping on the bus and making stuff. It was really fun. That's great. So, Nick, as a religious studies teacher, what does it mean to see these students be so passionate about life? Yeah, you know, this pilgrimage and and other pilgrimages that our students are able to participate in really help to make their faith tangible. You know, we're, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. And so our students, when they participate in these pilgrimages, they have an opportunity to really uh, understand that in a true fashion. They have a chance to go to Mass every single day with their classmates and with our tremendous high school chaplains. Our students last night got to go to confession. So they were able to prepare in a very spiritual, uh, in a very spiritual way as well. And actually, Monsignor Shea beautifully uh, described today to our students in his homily as a day where we are entering into spiritual battle. Uh, He said that, you know, this world is filled with uh, things that we can visualize that are tangible, but there is also spiritual things happening. And so he said it's very appropriate for us to gather for Mass and to be able to bring these desires of our hearts and certainly this issue to the Lord and place it on the altar and ask Him to take care of us as He does. And so it's an incredible opportunity also for our students to really see that, that this is, um, it's first and foremost a spiritual battle between good and evil and, and life and death. And so it's just, uh, you know, it, when you get a chance to bring your classroom 
through Washington, D.C., there's no better place to help educate these students. Now, as you guys were preparing for the trip, did you guys, as a group, did you offer uh, a novena before you came? Did you do any type of preparing spiritually for this journey that you guys undertook? Yeah, and we actually, we have a, a novena written by John Paul II that our students pray, and, and actually our school is praying for us as we are gone. Our religion classrooms, every student, uh, every section is praying this novena, holding us up in prayers, and we've been just completely uh, wrapped in prayer through our parents and our administration at St. Mary's and the other Catholic high schools. So um, it's just been certainly a grace-filled event, and we've been we've always been taking care of on the March for Life. This is actually my tenth March for Life. So uh, you know we don't always know the ins and outs of how things are going to work. We've never had a president appear in the flesh at the March for Life, but we do, we do know that the Lord will protect us and, and take care of us. Yeah, Nick, the, um, the being practical to what you're learning, seeing, and experiencing, and that hands-on experience, how in living that out in our Catholic faith will you be able to bring that back home and maintain that momentum so that you can carry it back into the church family in your diocese? Yeah, well, the first the first way that comes to mind is you know, this is not only a spiritual battle, certainly um, it, it is also a legal battle and a, and a political battle in some, in some ways. And so, you know, our students take time away from technology on this pilgrimage, and then there's times where we, we tell them to, you know, to grab pictures and, and, uh, and to send them out, you know, to do sort of a, um, a grace-filled media uh, rush of the joy you're experiencing and what you're seeing on this pilgrimage. And so that's one way that our students do connect with those who are at home and help to spread, you know, the joy of the pro-life movement. But certainly, um, you know, these students bring home their experience and, and that spiritual formation in their families and in their friendships. I don't remember the exact number, but I remember being uh, alerted that most women that actually choose abortion, they choose abortion because uh, of the, in, in many cases, because of the reaction that they receive to the per- first person that they tell that they're pregnant. And so I always tell students, too, you know, um, you never know who might be faced with, with a situation like this, and you need to be obviously able to love both the mother and the baby. And, um, and I think when we start understanding that and actually practicing it, that's, that's going to help make abortion unthinkable. And that's, that's got to be our goal. Certainly the laws are important as well, but first we got to change hearts. And so students will be able to obviously take that experience to their colleges when they graduate from our high school and into their families and into their friendships. And so I, I'm just thankful that the Lord can work not only today, but far beyond this pilgrimage for these students. And here's a very sobering statistic. Since this broadcast began on EWTN at 8 a.m. Central Time, uh, which will be and continue with the conclusion of Real Presence Live, there have been 18,600 abortions worldwide. I'll say that number again. Since the beginning of this broadcast at 8 a.m. Central Time, there have been over 18,600 abortions 
worldwide. Our prayers are needed now more than ever. Yes, and and actually, the um, to to build on that, this is a spiritual battle. And so, for those who are listening at home, you don't have to be in Washington D.C. right now if you can't go to the March for Life. If you're not on a bus ready to get dropped off, that's okay, because we know that these prayers are united through the heart of Jesus Christ. And and so, please continue to offer that rosary. Um, you know, get to mass, receive the sacraments today, and pray. Because there are great things happening in our country, and we we need your prayers. Amen, brother. Amen. Now, Andrea, what message would you like to live with? Leave with our our listeners this morning. You are right there in the thick of it. What do you want to tell our listeners about that? Uh, well, right now we're currently trying to maneuver through everyone getting to security. It's very moving to be here with all. So, so everyone's very courteous and very nice to each other. It's just, just nothing like any other protest you think of in America. And it's saying I'll get to the truth is really an amazing thing. I'm very blessed that I got to go on this trip with Mr. Emil and the rest of St. Mary's. Well, thank you so much, Andrea, for all your work that you've done. And Nick, do you have something you want to say to our listeners just to wrap up? Yeah, I, again, just to continue with Thank you for all the prayers and support that you guys have offered. Thank you for Catholic Radio for being such a great witness for life. I mean, we are all on the same team, and we're working out this beautiful dream, which is to make abortion unthinkable in our country, and then, of course, the world. So, so continue that. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and for, and for bringing those prayers and support our way. We're going to continue to uh, stand up for life. And I hope you will, too. Thank you for your passionate support for this event and your participation. Well, we have had a great show today, Todd. I am so grateful for all of our guests from our listening area that have taken time out of this day to be with us here on Real Presence Live. I feel like we, are, we have been blessed by them. We have been. Yeah, and I thank you, Karen, for putting up with me for two hours. I think that's just fantastic. So. I think it's the other way around, but <laughs> we can rock, paper, scissors the result later. And Blaze, thanks for joining us this morning, and Father Timothy Castor. Thanks for tuning in to Real Presence Live this morning. We are excited to bring you continuing coverage of the March of Life. Uh, now access March for Life uh, across the entire RPR network as the rally begins at the National Mall. And as our president prepares to speak, coming up in this next hour, stay tuned. Thank you so much. God bless and know of our prayers. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.